بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فمن بعده my brothers and sisters and elders today in my Jumu'ah I mentioned something I said I asked you I gave you the word I said Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi I said, what is the meaning of Muhammad? Sallallahu Alaihi And somebody said, the praised one and so on. Now, I won't go into all of that. You can listen to the Jumu'ah Khutbah recording which is available. But the point I am making, I made then, I made now is that meaning and translation is are two different things. The praised one is the translation of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It's not the meaning. What is meaning? Meaning is value. Meaning is value. And I gave you the example of, example of Khubayb ibn Adi anhu and how he paid what was the value of Rasulullah to him. The question I ask myself and I request you to ask yourself is what is the meaning of Islam? What does Islam mean to you? you? Don't say Islam means submission. No, that's a translation. Meaning, what is the value of Islam? To help you understand, what is a diamond? What is a diamond? Scientifically, what is a diamond? It's rock, right? It's a stone. It's actually carbon which has been subjected to Enormous temperatures and enormous pressure. So there's really no difference between a piece of coal and diamond, except that the diamond is the result of enormous temperatures and enormous force, pressure. So what is the value of a diamond? I mean, if, if you want to go and get a diamond, say, give me a piece of rock. I mean, do they give, it, do they give them free? I mean, you know, rocks. Eh? Can you eat a diamond? Yes. No. You can? If you ground it, it up and you eat it up, what will happen? It will fill your stomach? No. It's actually quite sharp. It will make nice spaghetti out of your intestines, right? <coughs> Point I want to make is a diamond, think about it, just reflect on these things. A diamond intrinsically, what is its value? Nothing, zero. It's a, it's a rock, it's a piece of, it's a, it's a gravel. It has no intrinsic value. Gold has intrinsic value, not diamonds. But what is di- what, what is the value of a diamond? What is it based on? What you are willing to pay for, exactly. The value or the cost of a diamond is dependent on what you are willing to pay for it. Right? It's a notional value to the head. If I tell you scientifically, here is the Jacob's diamond, here is the Kohinoor. What is the difference? There's no difference. This is a diamond, that's a diamond. Right? Number of carats is different in the sense of the weight of, it, of the thing. But other than that, it's a diamond. This, one is a diamond, one is a diamond. Khas. How come one, you, you have to pay more for one than for the other? Unless you are the British monarch, then you loot it and you get it for free. 
value depends on what you are willing to pay to acquire that thing. You see where I'm leading with this thing. Value is what? What are you willing to pay to acquire that thing? So the question I want to ask myself and I request you to ask yourself is, what is the value of Islam? What is the meaning of Islam? Islam ke maane kya hai? Maane ke maane tarjuma nahi hai. So what are we willing to pay for Islam? Now think about this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala didn't, gave it to us for free. Eh? But the Sahaba didn't get it for free. They paid. Soheb al-Rumi anhu. Again, long story, beautiful story, who he was, why was he called Rumi and so on, so on. We leave that aside. He managed to escape from Makkah. He had become very wealthy because of his trade and so on and so forth. And his uh, owner was uh, very keen that he shouldn't get away because he was a partner in the business. So, Suhaibar Rumi, he left and he escaped. But they very quickly discovered he had gone. So, they sent out a posse behind him. And he was, he was running ahead. They were behind him. And eventually, they came to a point where he climbed a high hill. A rocky hillock. He climbed on top of that. They surrounded it. And then they started coming up. So now this circle is closing around him. So Suhaib Rumi hid behind a rock. And he was also a, a, a master archer. So he had his bow with him. He had his arrows with him. So he shouted out to them. He said, I have an arrow with the name of each one of you in my quiver. So if you come up further, I'm going to start shooting and you will die. So they stopped. But now it's a stalemate. They stop, but he, he also can't go anywhere. He's stuck. And, and they are 10 or 15 people. He's alone. So at some point he's going to get tired. At some point he's going to sleep. And one of them can get to him. So it's not a nice situation. And so Rumi, he realized that. He said, this is not, I just managed to stop them, but I cannot win this. This is, this is something that I, that's, you know, beyond my control. So he said to them, he said, look, you have nothing against me. I have not harmed any of you. I have not done anything to you. You are after my wealth, my money, which I have hidden. Right? So I will give you that money. I will tell you where it is. Leave me. You go take the money and let me go to Madinah. They said, okay. So he told them, it is such such a place in Makkah. Go there, you find the money. They left and went off to Makkah. Before I come to the point of the story, just think about this thing. Give, give, give this one thought. If there are 15 people or 20 people, why does everyone leave and go? What's the logical thing to do? To send one person. Go check out. Is this guy telling a lie or not? How do you know? How, how do you know he's, 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 he might be lying, right? So send one person to check. And when that person finds the money, then come and tell us and we let him go. And if you are Cengiz Khan, then you kill him anyway because you know, now you got the money. <coughs> they didn't do that. They left. Why? Because they knew one thing. What is it that they knew? That Muslims don't lie. That Muslims don't lie. If the Muslim said something is there, that something is there, we don't have to think twice about it. Huh? Now, point is this. 
Rasulullah informed, was informed by Jibreel Salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him to tell him what was happening. So Suhaib Rumi now reaches Medina. And as soon as he sees the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ya Suhaib, what a bargain. He said, you made a bargain. You made a, what a deal you made. He said, fantastic deal. What is that deal? Tell me, what is that deal? Losing every, the man who was a wealthy man walked into the presence of Rasulullah with a shirt on his back. That's it, period. Lost everything for Iman. And the Prophet is not saying, oh, mashallah, Sahib, what a big sacrifice you did. May Allah give this qurbani. No qurbani. He said, you made a deal. This is a bargain. Not a sacrifice, it's a bargain. Because this is the investment in Jannah. Yeah. So my question to myself and you is, what are you and what am I willing to pay for the same Jannah? What are you and I willing to pay to be the companions of people like Suhaib al-Rubi anhu and of course Rasulullah sallallahu My brothers and sisters, I am not making, up, making all this up. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala called this whole world and everything a trade. Allah called it business. Ya ayyulladhina amanu hal adullukum ala tijaratin tunjikum min azabin alim. Allah said, oh, you believe, shall I show you a trade, shall I show you a tijara, which will save you from the fire. What is that tijara? That tijara is to learn Islam and to communicate and pass it on. Jazakumullahu khairam, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.